Hi, Peter Walker here and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Now today I want to speak to you about bank lending and more importantly about bank lending during the lockdown period. Now if you look at it, governments across the globe have gone to unprecedented lengths to try and save businesses, to try and keep them going during the most testing times we have ever known. And if you take America, America offering 100% government back loan, the UK offering 80% government back loan. In the US, the challenge is a lot of the businesses that really need the money haven't got the money at all and they've run out of money. And a big part of that is probably because the bigger businesses out there, which with a more slicker and better administration process, they've managed to go out there and secure the funding where probably the less sophisticated SME, they're still trying to run their business, but at the same time probably don't understand all the paperwork, finding it quite hard to get all the figures the bank needs, etc. Haven't got it done in time, the money's run out, and they're in a bit of a pickle. Now in the UK, we've got a slightly different scenario. Our funding is sort of 80% government-backed, which leaves that 20% that the bank, the banks are literally vulnerable to. So what happens? I've been seeing that a lot of instances that businesses out there are getting the funding. A lot of my clients have actually got the funding where without no guarantees, no personal guarantees or anything, and they've got a fairly low interest rate. Some have got them around 2, 2.1%, which is really good. But the reason is, you know what? The banks are comfortable lending to them. And you hear other stories where the banks are either refusing to lend to them stating that if we weren't going to lend to you before this happened, why would we lend to you now? Or if they are lending, they're asking for some quite steep guarantees to be put in place, personal guarantees and higher interest rates because they just don't have the confidence in that business. Now, people are saying, well, we should have 100% in the UK government-backed. Maybe we should, maybe we shouldn't. But at the moment, we don't. So you can only operate with what we've got. And we've got a system where it's 80% backed. Now, the question is going to be, what are you going to do about it to make sure you can secure the funding? Because as, as it was quite eloquently put by one of the banks, it's a corona business interruption loan, not a corona business bailout loan. The two, the two things are really different. And if business is, was in trouble as they went into this lockdown period, the chances are the whole coronavirus thing has just blown it and sort of exaggerated the whole problem that the company has got in the first place. And the fact is, if your business was sick going into this, something wasn't right with the business in the first place. And instead of fighting against the bank and saying, well, I'll get my bookkeeper and my accountant to do my cash flow forecast and then give it to the bank, and they should give me the money, that doesn't work. In case you didn't know it, banks themselves have got their own system, their own software, where you give them the numbers, and they know well before you even know you've got a problem, because their system maps it all out. Their system will tell you exactly where your cash is currently sitting, and what your cash requirement is. And at the end of the day, you can say all you want, that the bank doesn't understand your business. 90% of the time, the bank doesn't need to understand your business. They just need to understand how your business is operating and at which point do you run out of cash 
and can no longer afford to pay the bank back. Because at the end of the day, they need to protect their investment. Whether you like it or not, the bank will lend you money if it knows it will get the money back. And what I'm finding is a lot of people just don't have a grasp on their numbers. A lot of people are not comfortable with numbers. And that's understandable, because especially if you haven't been taught numbers, numbers can be intimidating for the best of us. So it's actually about learning to get your numbers, simplify them, and understand what they actually mean, and what the impact those numbers have on your business. Because once you understand that, they're the numbers that you can actually influence, change, and affect. And there's nothing worse than someone going with this beautifully crafted cash flow forecast. They go to the bank and they say to the bank, I need 100,000, please, to get me through the period. The bank manager says, okay, let's look at your cash flow forecast. They punch in your numbers into their system and they think, sheesh, okay, you're saying you need 100,000. My system's telling me 250. And actually it's going to take 18 months, not 12 months to pay back. Now, if I'm the bank manager and you're that far out, what's my confidence level going to be like in your business? Would it be fair to say that my confidence level in your business is going to be quite low? Absolutely. So your job really is to start to understand what is it that banks are looking for? What are the banks expecting from you? And if you're not matching up to what the banks expect... Don't say that the bank manager's a dickhead. Okay, some may be, but don't have to go and say that. Ask yourself a different question. What do I need to change in my business? What is it in my business that I haven't had time to work on because I've been too busy working in the business? What is it I need to change so not only can I get through this, but I can come out the other end stronger, safeguard the future of my business, safeguard the future of the money that I'm borrowing and safeguard the future of those that work for me. They're the questions we should be asking because the reality is this. We are going to have to unlearn what we probably spent decades learning because the world has changed around us. And I very much doubt that when lockdown comes out and we're free to go back into the world again, we're not going to be going back into a world that we are used to. In fact, the world that we've known has drastically changed. And we can't operate in the new tomorrow using yesterday's thinking. So it's not, as, it's not going to be as much as also what you need to learn, but it's going to be all the stuff that you need to unlearn. So use this opportunity Use this current situation that we face ourselves in as an opportunity to look at your business, truly look at what has worked in your business, but equally fess up and confront the stuff that isn't working and be honest with yourself. What is, what is it you're going to have to change going forward so that you can operate and you can succeed? because we're not going back. Now, if anything I've spoken about today resonates with you, perhaps you want to look at your numbers differently. Perhaps you want to look at your numbers from the viewpoint of a bank. I've got access to software that I use with my clients. 
that gives us a window into how the banks think, by all means head over to Borka.com and get in touch. But don't just ignore it because if you come out of this without doing any preparation, it's going to hurt you big time. Wilson, thank you for being part of today's episode. And remember, failing to learn is learning to fail. And most importantly, stay safe.